वेलकम टू न्यू एपिसोड ऑफ द इंडिया इंडिपेंडेंट फिल्म पॉडकास्ट दिस इज राहुल देसाईयर आई एम बैक विथ अनुल ठाकुर माई फेलो फिल्म क्रिटिक एंड फ्रेंड आफ्टर अ वेरी लॉन्ग टाइम वॉट हैपन इज तनुल हैज बीन पेस्टरिंग मी ओवर द लास्ट फ्यू वीक्स इंग ही मिस इज मी एंड वी नीड टू फाइंड अ फिल्म टू रियली स्पीक अबाउट इवन बिकॉज वी हैव स्पोकन अबाउट वी हैव डन एन इंडिविजुअल पॉडकास्ट विद ईच अदर फॉर एटलीस्ट अ मंथ और मोर इफ यू रिमेंबर सो I am just giving into Tanul's wishes here. We are here to discuss a rare film that both of us have reviewed, um, uh, which uh, a film called Booth Police, directed by Pawan Kriplani. It directed, uh, it released on Disney Hotstar last week. It's a horror comedy. Stars Saifuli Khan and Arjun Kapoor. Uh, more like a, uh, uh, as both of them as like a Desi Ghostbusters sort of brother team that, uh, um, which we will get to soon. um tanul it's been a while since we've been here uh, i'm sure you missed this podcast quite a bit yeah i'm sure perhaps slightly less than the exaggerated version you put out in your intro but <laughs> no of course it's been uh, it's been quite a while and before i i we start talking about bhut police i really missed the whole i actually wanted to ping you not about pestering you with how much i've been missing you <laughs> but just the fact that for a vanity purposes i just wanted to ask you that can i do a 60 minute monologue on thalaivi because i was really you know oh, really, really <laughs> talking to somebody about thalaivi and all of that and uh, it just uh, but yeah so 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 before we go on to food police i will just talk about thalaivi for two minutes <laughs> please go Perhaps ahead less. yeah <laughs> Yeah, it was just. Uh, I mean, yeah, you should watch it whenever you get the time. I'm uh, and, sort of glad uh, theaters are shut in Maharashtra. I'm not complaining. <laughs> yeah, but uh, as you know, the uh, I mean, the film was bad enough, of course. Hmm. But uh, uh, the kinds of reviews that it got was quite surprising, and uh, it's uh, it's a little sad to know that. I mean. I mean, obviously, people can have their own uh, 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 takes and all of that on a movie, but when a movie is just so blatantly out there in all its wearing its mediocrity as a badge of honor, uh, for that sort of a film to get, uh, I mean, it's I was I was a bit taken aback, and it's uh, sometimes the state of Indian film criticism can be as groveling and as uh, uh, establishment. Uh, pleasing as as the movies themselves and uh, one would think that things would get better which time uh, it's definitely not happening in movies perhaps with film criticism i don't know maybe this was i'm hoping this was a one off thing and not to say that i i that my view set a mandate or they intend to set a mandate but yeah i mean it's there there should have been a little more uh, uh, fearful criticism about the movie uh, given that it's it's about a bunch of things and it hardly does anything any of it right that's it that's uh, that, that now first of all i'm curious to watch the movie and secondly i did read a few reviews obviously because it's one of the rare movies where i didn't get the opportunity to watch so i thought i live live through it through the reviews uh, uh, and i did notice that uh, i mean whatever positive reviews it got did come from the south which is obviously Uh, the origination of the Talaivi story also, um, and and yeah, sure, uh, I can't really comment on it. I haven't seen the movie, but uh, to be honest, uh, I, I did not expect much from it, and I did go through a lot of uh, reviews from in Bombay and Delhi, and uh, I I pretty much expected the kind of panning that it got, at least up of south. Um, yeah, I mean, whenever we do speak about, whenever I do ever watch the movie, I think we do need to do a podcast about Kangana Ranaut. uh separately then yeah because i i didn't think she was good in this uh film which is not something that i would uh i would have thought hoped or whatever because even while i was watching manikarnika and cringing at some of the things that were shown in the film i was still quite spellbound by kangna's uh mm. uh performance i thought it was really good uh in this movie and it's a less irritating film politically because of course it's based on a, a south indian star and 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 a politician and all of that and obviously south politics very different from north politics uh, and uh, so so there are no these sort of customary nationalism things and all of that which can at times just get uh, uh, get uh, onto your nerves uh, so those things are not there and yet it's just uh, it's it's a really silly film it just looks like a 12th grader has written a script and 
you know how kids fight in a school over these uh, really trivial silly things yeah. uh, that's what they have devolved this whole uh, film into angel lalita's uh, sort yeah. of fascinating to me uh, irrespective of whether you sort of think uh, she deserves uh, the the kinds of adulation or the kinds of uh, cultish devotion that's separate but uh, but yeah i mean it's uh, i didn't do like arvin swami i thought he was terrible hmm. i thought he was just be very bad uh, but i everybody seemed to have liked him uh, especially i yeah i i, mm. I just found nothing in the film in fact uh, i this is the first press screening i laughed a few times <laughs> quite loudly <laughs> and uh, in scenes that were just trying so hard to be poignant slash melodramatic or whatever, it all fell flat anyway i would like to know uh, from your parats you can do this sometime later and yeah. uh, actually later if you have different views than mine but then i i'll have it it just feels like salavi just feels like unfinished business for me because <laughs> i don't think i have gotten it enough out there clearly but, you yeah. wanted to get it out of your system hopefully if it's streaming soon sometime i'll definitely watch it and we will definitely do a podcast on that i i certainly wanted to watch a film i don't know if there were mm. shows in bombay but uh, either way i i was not in bombay for i am still not in bombay so uh, whenever we uh, do whenever we do manage to do it i probably towards the end of the year will be very interesting till then of course yeah. you can get to the uh, film at hand which is booth police which is uh, um, as i said it's a, it's just yet another horror comedy uh, we've seen quite a few of them ever since creed became such a huge hit a uh, couple of years ago um it stars Saifali Arjun Kapoor Yami Gautam Jacqueline Fernandez of course that's uh, entirely irrelevant mostly because it's mostly re- it revolves around you know what Saifali Khan can do in such roles as this quirky uh, uh, sort of uh, vigilante so uh, Tanul uh, you obviously uh, seem to uh, warm up the, uh, to the movie a little more than I did I I guess I was also suffering from sort of fatigue of this particular genre which I will get to you can maybe start with your experience of the film and, and, and what exactly you sort of like of course uh, so it's, it's it's interesting i think two things have happened here uh, so i mean uh, just to <laughs> what eldr of my feelings and sort of just suppose it to yours uh, you found it middling i thought it was better than yeah. middling but and good uh, that was my final uh, submission and i think uh, uh i mean apart from uh, the individual uh, uh, biases and preferences and all of that that go into watching and sort of estimating a film like this i think our our, our views also differ because of two fundamental things i think uh, one is i quite seem to enjoy uh, this sort of genre uh, given the fact that uh, there have been some really terrible films that have come out of it i uh, ruhi is a this is the biggest example of that uh, but i think uh, as far as i remember i seem to really like three and i don't think you uh, the film worked for you yeah. so so there's there's that sort of a thing i have uh, a bit of a soft spot for this but more than that i just have a, a real soft spot for lame slash silly humor flying uh, i'm not flying i mean they're, they're sort of sporadic at best but uh, 
it's it's it was just uh, it was just quite nice so uh, I, I again i don't think i you quite uh, uh, cared for those but it is just you know one of those things and uh, and i really like saf i think it's uh, uh, the part that uh, it's um, uh again in the age of these uh, ajay devgans and ranawats and akshay kumars and all of that this guy i mean barin sitana ji in which i think his performance was uh, but say barin tana ji this guy is really intent on looking uh, on wanting to have some and even if it may look formulaic uh, and i'm okay with that i'm just like i think i'm really kind of done with the whole shrillness and all that not that i was uh, ever on board with it but uh, my idea of a film that fails to fire uh, but uh, if it's something like good police that gives me something uh, i am i am i am quite okay with that yeah i know i'm i'm kind of glad you spoke of it in this context especially because the one thing i wanted to discuss today of course in addition and in relation to bhoot police and something that i've been going through as a critic lately to um is the fact that how much of what we watch these days like for example you found this better than middling and less than good which i totally agree with at least most of the film was like that if there was a specific term for that degree of goodness or averageness then i would have used that probably too but uh, how much of our opinions or our uh, 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 opinions about films like this and for example it happened to me with mumbai diaries uh, 2611 to how much of it is a reaction to what we are already watching and the fatigue that we are already going through and is it a, it's sort of a tricky thing because obviously every title deserves its own sort of independent consideration right like i mean the whole yeah. point is to go in with like a, a palette cleansing sort of a, a mentality and be like okay now i'm going to start from scratch again and you know what what we did what we watched like a thalaivi or some rubbish when we watched before that i'm going to forget about it and start from scratch but the thing is it is human most of the time that we do review two or three things a week and sometimes in a month when something like bhoot police comes towards the end of the month which is harmless silly fun you know yeah i, I honestly i don't find like a huge fault with the film or anything in fact it's one of the better films on disney hotstar which which has a lot of trash on there uh, so you yeah. know it, it's so much of it is a reaction uh, to our own sort of mental state as critics as reviewers and and the landscape in general because we see so much mediocrity day in and day out that it's very easy sometimes to overestimate things i had a feeling i was doing that with mumbai diaries though i still stand by my opinion that it is one of the better shows i've seen this year and um, mm. and 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 obviously from the looks of it you uh, it, it felt like a bomb to you after you watched uh, a particularly bad film before that so i was going to ask you if that how much of that is avoidable or is it right is it wrong because i think we struggle with this on a week to week month to month sort of basis and it's not going to stop anytime soon because obviously a lot of this happened also with the independence day releases right like um, a lot of them liked uh, uh, shersha because bhuj was rubbish you know so it it was obviously uh, uh, talked about in grander terms than it should have been so So, so yeah that that's the thing that i've been struggling with so i just wanted to know what you sort of think oh uh, that's a fascinating question i'm glad you asked it was perhaps there at the subconscious uh, in in my subconscious but uh, it's uh, it's only now that uh, i'm beginning to formulate my thoughts on it which is why it's great to do podcast uh, i think <clears throat> see i mean at a very fundamental level to furnish a cricketing metaphor you know how they say that you know treat each ball on its merit every ball is a new ball it doesn't matter playing on 5 or 155 or whatever right i mean that's the case with film criticism as well that you are supposed to treat every film as as a film as if nothing has been made before nothing has been made after that you just don't know you are just in that zone uh, but again it's not that easy you know it's uh, <clears throat> it's obviously it's definitely not even easy in cricket even with some of the greatest players uh, ever like if you if you get beaten three times in a row or four times in a row yeah. or whatever the way you react to a fifth ball will be different i mean even though say 
it could be a half volley or it could be whatever maybe your feet are shaky and you end up uh, making it to the second slip and stuff like that you know it's uh, wow i'm really missing the fifth test anyway uh, so <laughs> it's uh, it's it's you know it's one of those things and and same with comparison right like let's say <clears throat> you watch so let's say for me uh, my reaction uh, so say i watched the uh, shetra first and coach second which is the case of most of the uh, people of course i think mm. but let's say if i saw butch first and shetra uh, next perhaps <laughs> i would have given it a slightly more positive review i don't perhaps not and uh, and, uh, and 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 things like that right now the, there's this one difference though uh, that's happening uh, and and something that i want to flag here and, and and i would like to know your views right so let's say we have been reviewing films i mean let's say we have been reviewing films for the last seven and a half years you all i think both of us started our careers in early 2014 yeah. reviewing films and all of that and obviously we do not live in france of the 1960s so we do have to wade through a lot of media stuff and we have done that and we have done that as viewers as well up uh, be watching films for 25 30 years or whatever right so that's <coughs> not new and i remember like when we were both in bombay in 2015 16 when we would go watch films together uh, if if uh, like a uh, a morning a uh, uh, show whatever and we would often come out and be like boss what's happening what is this like rabta comes to my mind jo bhari mat se jil comes to my mind i i i i can see a lot of films right but now i think something that's fundamentally shifted Well, at least in the last three years, uh, is that you know there's a certain kind of filmmaking which is not mediocre and lazy, but it's all it looks politically motivated, and it's politically motivation that is intentionally making them lazy and mediocre for the most part. I feel, and that is very very annoying because then you understand that okay. Say making a harmless, stupid film, romantic film, like let's say I hate love stories, or let's say Gori Tere Gaon Me, or whatever, right? See, at the best, at at worst, they can probably elicit some sort of vague or even a a a, a very immediate sense of exasperation. Ki man, no, dude, like one mediocre film again. That's so that's there, of course. But when you see something like Kuch, when you see something like Kathal, when you see something like even Shersha for the most part. <laughs> or 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 so many films right and we have seen uh, more than a dozens of them in just in the last two two and a half months in fact two 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 and a half years in fact sometimes you just don't even need to know the what the film is about you just see the trailer you just see the poster and all of that and you get a sense that this is what it is going to be going to be about and uh, because this is the dominant uh, uh, formula uh, now not just in the film industry but also in the country and when those sort of vicious linkages happen and uh, and uh, they really result in one mediocre film after the other in fact you know the the standards if at all existed in such a subgenre are plummeting with film after film hmm. that for me at least i mean i would like to know what's your uh, take uh, just feel very annoying and it just means that you know you've been taken on a ride and we've been taken on a ride for 15 20 years right with with all the say many diasporic dramas with all those uh, you know silly uh, 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 versions of romances and all of that but this is very different even then you got the sense that all right these people are making films on uh, excel spreadsheets or ms powerpoints as opposed to really thinking about writing a good screenplay and deploying all sort of assessment to sort of make a a good film uh so that feeling is not uh, 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 old hmm. but the fact is that that sense of exasperation has been you know has been really packaged in a new form and it feels really insulting because then you are really tapping into uh, 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 some vicious cellars of our society or country and all of that for that and of that there have been many debates right over the last seven, seven and a half years at least uh all the obviously things are bad from much before so you know it's it kind of really weighing me down now and uh, and it's not easy uh how do i find a way to break out of it is something that i should perhaps think about it more seriously and all of that but it really it's 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 not the and i think when you see a good film you see a good film like you know say when we saw disciple or when you saw milestone or when you saw even any whatever you know It, it doesn't take long. I feel 
to really get into uh, that zone again. Hmm. But it can perhaps uh, be more interfering uh, when it's a it's a really up and down film like Boot Police, which is which is really I mean you know it it really doesn't keep a constant a sense of being average as well. At times it's really shoddy. At times it's funny. At times yeah. at least I found point. So you know it can sometimes uh, uh, you can sometimes feel that uh, there is not much here. Uh, perhaps would have been. in an ideal situation or environment and all that but you know i don't uh, of course we should be better than this and all of that and perhaps somebody can point out a review or many in fact saying that you know you were unfair or whatever i don't know uh, but the fact is that uh, we are also people like the filmmakers hmm. in fact like the themselves and all of that and i don't quite know how do you decouple yourself from the society and the country that you are living in uh, to just treat every film as a as a, as a blank slate and should you even you know we are social creatures and we are part of this as anybody else of course i get the whole point of you know starting it from a a, a, a blank slate at least with respect to enjoying or reacting or writing on a film do hmm. <laughs> uh, so i think it's easier said than done but it's a it's a worthwhile worthwhile pursuit not that i figured out any of that yeah that's that's uh, that's actually the thing right because uh, obviously every film we look at is obviously a product of the time it is set in also or time it's made in most of the time you know the, you can't take the context of a particular era of hindi cinema away from a film obviously when people read our reviews 20 years down the line they'll be like yaar kitne bitter log the wo log maybe by then hindi cinema might have improved that much saying oh how can they like dislike every single film but the whole point is they were not in this era to know exactly how much fatigue uh, a viewer had to go through at this point so that that's the thing so in terms of genre like say for example bhoot police is a horror comedy there's one way to look at it is in terms of the horror comedy where does it stand of course it's middling somewhere between rui and streer we get that and the horror comedy is such a popular genre now it's a harmless genre it's also difficult to get wrong i don't know how rui got it wrong somehow uh, but uh, but you know like uh, a film like this is mostly you know you you do understand that uh, exactly what the filmmakers are setting out to do and it's most of it is like aib tvf humor that you see saif doing most of the time and he is more or less parading his own career or his own roots half of the time so you like that kind of uh, humor you like saif going unhinged all the time in in films like this and which is that is one way to look at it in context of the genre the other way now we started looking at these films is in context of the quality of hindi cinema as broader uh, as a broader sort of creature so uh, and that's the thing that's been worrying me you know over the last year or two or whatever that um, I, i mean of course as you said very rightly we are humans and uh, it is impossible to play each ball on its merit most of the time because if you're in a flow you're in the flow you will want to hit a six of the next ball and if if you've been beaten five times you your your mental state is already fragile so i mean that's the thing and and because of that middling films like this like bhoot police tend to become like almost good in your head which is only human which is only natural like because it's so non offensive on so many levels because it's not a bhuj because it's not a ruhi for that matter uh, because it doesn't do anything uh, perceivably wrong at the same time it doesn't really get a lot right either so that itself becomes uh uh like a, a sort of elevated state of uh, a quality for a, a lot of us because of that so uh, and that's the thing it the problem only arises with the middling film you're right about the good films immediately you know within the first 10 minutes that they're good like milestone and and disciple and and a couple of other films that you know exactly uh, that you know you're watching a quality sort of film and it is Uh, uh no matter where in the world what time it's set in it will always be known as a good film uh, it transcends sort of times and boundaries but uh, but so much of hindi cinema is not that uh, and and that's that's the problem because there are so many films like bhoot police out there which you will forget within less than 2 days or 3 days for example i can't remember many scenes from the film except maybe saif being goofy uh and and i do remember few jokes from the film but it is forgettable it is dispensable uh 
in a way but and and that sometimes is now today it's become good enough because of the trash that's out there most of the time because of the dishonest disingenuous uh, filmmakers and the and the, the actors who are on you know have their own agenda politically because of all that uh, a film like this feels like a breath of fresh air so that's that's where as you said you know it's it, it is the time where we are most conflicted even as critics and commentators about culture and film that it it's just it's difficult to sort of just um uh, go because th- th- this happens many times you know it could be a booth police today it could be anything else and while i was watching after watching mumbai diaries the web show um um and and reviewing it and i really thought i really really liked that series i sort of almost second guessed myself maybe 3 4 days down the line when the reception wasn't that good or the reviews were good but not great like i really thought it would sort of be get, be getting family man kind of reception but then uh, in the end you do tend to second guess yourself and thinking okay i've watched so many rap trashy web shows this year that maybe i overestimated how good mumbai diaries is or maybe i overestimated how good like a film down the line uh, maybe a horror comedy sex comedy whatever it is so that's the thing the plummeting standards have its own collateral damage and i feel like at least in terms of what we are doing and the writing we do from week to week uh, I, i feel like it's bound to show and maybe it should also because as you said uh, it is what it is it's 2021 it's probably not a good time for hindi cinema more than most uh, like i think till 2015 or 16 it was still possible but after that it's been absolutely there's been a turn of uh, quality and integrity so i i i guess that's the thing uh, you know i i really wanted to uh, touch upon because the film itself you know again you you can i i'd actually like if you talk about the film itself because you know i i as i said that for me it was a very remote film like i i i'm going to forget about it later sure if my mom asks if there's anything good to watch tomorrow i will tell you that you, know, you might enjoy this horror comedy on on hotstar and, and you know it is far from original it is very predictable but at the same time that's maybe what people need hello yeah can you hear me yeah yeah so should i start or? yeah yeah go on uh, go on hmm. okay uh, before before i tackle this i i just want to add two very quick points to uh, what you just said about catch up so you should just listen play uh, back uh, your answer whenever we are done recording or any time in the future when the thing is up and you should just listen uh, you talking about uh, you know you know 
nobody wants to sound that resentful and that bitter and that angry week after week it just it is it is very difficult at least i find it very difficult that's not the kind of writing i want to do mm. and if the writing will stop giving me joy from in this realm of my professional uh, 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 career then i would really have to think back and 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 decide whether i want to even uh, keep doing this mm. and i'll be very because i really do want to keep doing it i, I love this this is the first thing the the you know sort of my uh, dreams since college and all of that whatever uh but i have thought about these things i have i think i must have discussed it with you as mm. well perhaps in passing or a full fresh thing uh, it was definitely there at the end of 17 and all of that and not because of nationalist films and all of that but but there was this sense of constant mediocrity that sort of not just seeps in your being but also really weighs you down and uh, so so i would i would i would think that this is also an added component and not that of course that changed my perception uh, uh fundamentally or, or markedly uh, of good pulis or the way I, i approached it in writing and all of that but that tick is there at, in my subconscious i knew that thing was there in uh, my uh, uh, mind very consciously in my mind while i was writing the library review i did not want it to be uh, just another ranty angry bitter things to be out there which i do not mind writing at all they are not that tough to write that something really enjoyable now i hope <laughs> the library did not uh, uh, end up thing like that but you know it just uh, uh, it's 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 there you can't uh, you can't uh, this thing uh, there is no way so i found out different ways i i i wrote my thalavi review in flat for us because i was like okay just can't fuck around it has to be a sevak thing <laughs> go in go up because the more you sort of give your yourself time to nurture your feelings yeah. the more trouble can be in so yeah i mean that it's, it's just something that i wanted to uh, 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 put it out there because it's it's definitely there at the back of my mind now coming back to bootpulis <laughs> so yeah no it's 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 very funny it's a, as i said and you you mentioned my review it's it's all sorts of like you know up and down film as i say there are long stretches in which humor is absent there is this bizarre long stretch with a really predictable uh, uh, climax mm. <coughs> where you know you can literally see this will happen mm. and they, they could have made it a small subplot and all of that but it stretches in the two third of the film it, it's there around till the 80th or the 85th minute mark wherein mm. you are trying to quote unquote figure out the identity of the ghost yeah. which obviously is a herring which obviously is whatever i mean so i just wish they would not have spent so much time doing all of that those mm. are basics I mean, you don't put two guys in rajasthan and make them speak bhojpuri <laughs> and then one of them reading playboy and uh, uh, dropping these kind of you know these uh, the city slicker references that said photo bombing and things like that you don't do those kinds of things because then i don't know who are these people like you tell me that uh, they were orphaned at the age of 5 and 10 respectively which gives me the uh, sense and their father was an occultist which gives me a sense that perhaps they were deprived of good education childhood and all of that and the fact that they are hustlers in you know uh, after they've grown up and all of that i would get a sense that perhaps they are not so clued in perhaps they are not so aware uh, which is obviously not to say that um, people who have not had a formal education or they can't be photobombing or, or can't uh, know about playboy or whatever but it, 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 there's just no clear sense of the trajectory of these people on screen which is to say that it is really unfleshed in their head as well mm. uh, the heads of the director and the writer uh, which is which is disappointing because uh, even though i think we d- disagreed on our ultimate views on triplani's phobia mm. it's still a fit that i really i mean it's a well thought out film it's trying to you know yeah. you can uh, if you want to draw a circle you can perhaps be very close in closing that circle because you are like ha theek i mean now it's a different thing whether uh, what that filmmaker did uh, 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 appeal to you or not for various reasons but in this case in bhoot police that circle in itself is not that complete but there are two things that saved me uh, uh, saved the film for me <laughs> one is i mean silly humor second is <coughs> just playing safe with sir giving him lots of screen time and all of that mm. he was doing his whatever The third bit that was very interesting and very surprising was that little girl in the film. Now I know that you found the subplot really unpredictable and all of that. Hmm. For some reason, it was very moved. I I 
really like her performance. Hmm. I mean, she did not have a single line of dialogue and all of that. But it's just, uh, just her presence, the way she was communicating it, the way Air Force interacting with it, and I like the fact that that subplot was intelligently developed. So we first see Saf making those. Uh, uh, tangy faces at her yeah. at around say at, I mean these are rough estimates at around say thirty fifth minute mark or forty mm. minute mark then she's not there then she comes back again talking with Seth mm. uh, in the area whatever that's that's perhaps like the sixtieth minute mark or sixty fifth minute mark so then there's this another seat that comes at around eighty eighty fifth minute mark and then you sort of have have the sense of this slump. The subplot sort of growing into something substantial. I like the way, as I said, that little girl acted. I mm. like the way uh, <clears throat> Saf's chemistry with her, the, the those sorts of things, and and mm. and and just like this 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 whole sense of uh, sense of uh, this unfulfilled filial promise, uh, both mm. with respect to Saf and Arjun's characters and that girl and. And and her mother. I mean, this is not a spoiler. Just yeah. uh, maybe it is. I don't. Hmm. I don't think it is. Uh, it's. Uh, I I was quite moved, and I like the fact that they made it. And again, I'll have to go back to Thalaivi because Thalaivi also uses kids to hmm. make uh, uh, an emotional impact. I mean, it uses them in a in a very crass, manipulative, and exploitative hmm. way, and all of that. Maybe that rubbed off on me because the way they did it in this case was hmm. more, more operational as opposed to more uh, sort of you know somebody trying to pinch your veins or something you know. Yeah. It was I like the fact that they they uh, uh, they went with it uh, till till the climax. They were very clear about this is what the film is about. Hmm. That this is just that we had hidden it under like you know really hmm. some table plotting and all of that at times. And I appreciated those facts. Mm. And as you know, something moves you, it moves you. Yeah. And uh, it's, uh, <coughs> I was that sort of that <coughs> sense of unexpected poignancy elevated the film uh, me slightly from it being middling to something right. that you know is being middling and good. Mm. And I thought, okay, chalo. I mean, it's uh, it's a film that knows what it's doing in parts that uh, that worked for me, hmm. uh, and uh, it, it it was just uh, really surprising that why would they have these really sloppy uh, uh, plot turns and and hmm. and and just uh, characterizations that were so weirdly not uh, yeah. well thought of. So yeah, yeah, but I I actually liked how the film you know sort of started with them uh, in Rajasthan and you know. Um, Finding out that you know that young girl again, yeah, with Daima, who who was in Phobia also, uh, is basically yeah. you know faking the whole um, Chudel thing to sort of just get out of an arranged marriage uh, and a very regressive parents basically, and wanting to study further. I thought that was a very quirky way social message angle. Not a big fan of like most Hindi, the way most Hindi films deal with these themes, but I thought it was quirky enough, you know, her using the oxygen cylinder to change her voice, and uh, that that was a nice sort of beginning to it, and I thought, but again, as you said, you know, there, there are lo- long stretches of sort of, um, it's almost like a film has like a duality of sorts, uh, uh, and that's my problem with the genre fundamentally, you know, the horror comedy, uh, sometimes the drama takes over, because, you know, Hindi films are greedy inherently, they really want to put every single emotion into every single film. And uh, the thing is, even when you're uh, hiding your um, main theme under all these layers of humor and, and action and horror, like uh, the little girl that we are talking about, sometimes they hide it so much that it sort of disappears almost. And when it does come out in the end, it feels like an afterthought, uh, you know, especially because it was a strong, um, you know, it, it, it was a strong sort of, a glimpse into a particular culture, into a particular history. And the thing is, you always feel like it's underhandled. And secondly, that it does not maybe belong in a film that is basically dealing with two extreme genres, the union of two extreme genres. Like horror comedies, like that's the one thing I did like about Sri, uh, that it committed to its silliness right till the end, right till the last frame. Uh, even the horror was stupid for most parts. And even the drama was not like heavy-handed. The thing is, the problem with films like this that don't totally get it right is that 
the drama does tend to get heavy handed you do tend to not like the fact that Seth suddenly makes this emotional face in the end when he finds out about the little girl and the mother and he's the one who gets possessed and you know all, all that i mean it it feels like dressing in the end to sort of uh, uh, convince the viewers that uh, we thought about it and we we are trying to reach a sort of very balanced ending that is beyond horror and comedy and that's the thing that that whole greediness of emotion doesn't go down well with me with most bollywood films but then especially if it's like a specialist genre like horror comedy which is which there is great scope for in a culture like ours because it's so multifaceted and there's so much humor to be derived out of how different states look at superstitions and how different states are aggressive and progressive at the same time and uh, the fact that they based this in first you know they started it in rajasthan and then took it to dharamshala i thought was very interesting choice because you know they are going from uh, uh, one state to another where, uh, where where you can almost sort of sense the texture that they are going for but again uh, it was so mixed because most of the time of course saif hijacks a lot of the screen time which is a good thing uh, but even there i tend to get a little tired in the sense that i get it that he's the best part of the film every review has mentioned that and they should Uh, but the thing is at what cost because at some point the film feels really it feels like tendulkar in the indian team in the 90s right like it's just that i mean I, at some point you're going to question is this the point of the whole film because we do enjoy saif like this but how often are we because that way kala kandi should have been like the greatest film of the last decade and and that's the thing it, it's difficult with someone like saif who brings something so unique to uh most of these roles and the risks that he takes at this age and at this stage of his career um uh, but then i feel like the films tend to get a little lazy around him of course arjun kapoor is not offensive at all in this film he is he's actually pretty sincere uh, when when directors use him well and, uh, and but you know the whole as you said the whole uh, jacqueline fernandez part and that whole thing that they pursue that red herring that they pursue of it being faked uh, and and then it turning out to be real i didn't like again the way the villagers were just dispensed with like tre- like they could have been a very important part of the film like whether it's for comedy or horror or whatever it is there was just one scene you know with jamie lever uh, in it and her husband in in that in when they go to the toilet in the middle of the night there was only that scene and they just did not uh, pursue that entire a uh, dimension either so of course there's a lot to nitpick on in general but at the same time i'd say you know uh, filmmakers who pursue this genre really have nothing to lose because you know even if you get something wrong you can say that oh but that's what we were going for yeah and uh, just just adding on to uh, 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 you uh, what you said i completely agree uh, with you on the you know the whole greediness part and all of that in this film though i did not uh, quite mind it in fact as i was saying uh, the fact that it develops uh, into this new subplot or into this new kind of a film uh, was a really welcome change for me uh, and although i can of course see uh, where you are and i'm sure many others are also coming from as to where it may look like an afterthought uh, it was not the case for me and uh, i was actually uh, i thought ha huh, this uh, this i did not quite mind and i and and the reason why i did not so i made this point is that <clears throat> as a horror comedy if you look at this film it really as i was want i wanted something else to sort of you know latch on to as as some sort of a parting uh, a moment or as a parting stretch because i mean if you see the first say it's a 128 minute film if you see the first <coughs> sorry <coughs> the first 80 90 minutes first of all what's really weird uh, about uh, bhutpolis is that what's slightly disappointing is that i mean it's good that film doesn't take itself seriously great i mean it's, it's a good quality mm. to have for any film the fact that comedy is a plus mm. but problem is i mean if you are trying to be a horror comedy you at least have to try to be genuinely scared now of course i'm somebody who just gets so scared and all of that very easily and it very i very conveniently watched the film on my laptop at 10 in the morning where there was this beautiful sunshine streaming <laughs> through my whatever <laughs> so i didn't scared anywhere i was kind of relieved but even then i just thought that the the, the horror part the big big cop out i mean it's it's one thing for the film 
to to try and not be that spooky it's quite the other film to just keep trying to undercut its horrorness uh with comedy which wherein it's it's it's, it's not there uh, really you know at least with three and all of that <clears throat> they were at least i mean you know first of all it was much more spooky than this and there were at least moments where you know the sense of comedy was isolated when you were just there in the whole uh, uh, the horror uh, genre right mm-hmm. i mean if you're making a horror comedy that at least has to be if you have to live up to the the definitions of the genre or uh, uh, you at least need to give your audience some chills and all of that or at least there should be uh, <clears throat> some uh, some sort of atmospheric yeah. and uh, screen writerly uh, and cinematographic and whatever commitment that okay for these 10 minutes we'll just treat this as a horror film mm. but, like i'm not talking about the last 30 minutes where you know where we have all sorts of things happening where you know people are sort of uh, when ghost literally starts taking over people's body and all of that i mean that's no longer uh, uh, horrific or that's no longer scary because you know what's there i mean most horror films i mean and that is feel more than a century long i mean they revel in the sense of unknown the intrigue the mystery yeah. and all although you can call all of that really cliched and all of that like all like all uh, like how all love stories can be cliched and all of that but you know there at least has to be something or maybe you think of a really inventive way and all of that which obviously is not the case mm. but in conventional thrills or the chills or whatever it's it really wasn't there and it just uh, you could see that the comedy part was was very obviously uh had overwhelmed the horror part perhaps they didn't want to think much about it perhaps they didn't care much for it or whatever it, it, i just thought that the horror part was largely ornamental but which is not as big of a problem the problem is the comedy part hasn't real uh, doesn't really fire as much i mean yeah. as i said <clears throat> when they moved to dharamsala for like a good bit of 20 to 25 minutes it's It's, it's 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 largely different filmic you get no jokes you really get yeah. no scares you get no i mean the film that that's just going through the motions and trying to really prop up a silly twist which really you can really see miles hmm. away so i think uh, 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 this bit really uh, bothered and i thought that you know it could have been a considerably better film would have been much closer to good for me as as it is now if if they had uh, uh, invested more mm. in the respective parts of what going or goes it to the making of a horror yeah uh, there, there are two things you know before we kind of uh, wrap up the film that uh, you're, you're right about the those uh, stretches you talk about and and the fact that these two mutually exclusive genres should exist on their own in a very uh, pure way and, and you know instead of being diluted most of the time Uh, there are two things I feel like the horror comedies here. Um, I was thinking about um, there are definite high point. Th- there are definite markers and milestones in every film. Like you have narrative beats basically that you have to reach say every ten or fifteen minutes, right? Like there are high points of every film like that. You know that this in the script this is where it's the audience will either get laugh a lot or get scared a lot or it's a twist or something like that so you have at least six or seven of that in these films like this the thing is what is important is what you do in between those marks and how you bide your time bit from one mark to another in between the landmarks of life basically to to put it like broadly uh, and how you sort of manage your texture and your uh, and and the, the entire sort of uh, you know the cultural quirks the environment that is set in how you manage those in between moments uh, between sort of the obviously uh, easy sort of crowd pleasing moments is what defines according to me a film like this and that's again also what three did well because you know the village was such an important part and the characters like pankaj tripathi and abhishek banerji and all of them uh, the thing is there was never really a moment where the film really uh, uh flagged or was going through the motions like this film does like booth police does uh, you very get a very definite sense that the makers of booth police know that they have to reach a particular scene and till then they will just play it like and go under the radar you can't afford to do it uh, something like that in a film like this you have to keep the viewer uh, at least constantly engaged with promise if nothing if not the actual 
uh, not actual potency of your narrative or your filmmaking or your jokes or whatever it is and that's what uh, obviously that's why three became such a big hit even though you know i, I mean i i do tend to look at it on a more technical level and i just feel like that that's something that most uh, uh, most of these horror comedies uh, you know should aspire to because it's it's so easy otherwise to just hit those five or six marks and then say okay but we've done the basics right at least you know in between what we do really doesn't matter and that's basically saying like you know we are putting songs in between the narrative um, and you have to just bear with it till we reach the high points and and uh, and of course there's there's the other point i uh, wanted to make was about um, the the fact that uh, i think like booth police in uh, i i think I, i lost my train of thought but yeah no the the first uh, uh, that's what i wanted to talk about at least of the anatomy of the narrative that i just uh, that that i was just describing because that's the one thing that stood out and that's what you very rightly also pointed out that that this film has too many stretches of indifference to truly stand out and i feel like that's where they went wrong with the structure uh, uh, of you know of what they did yeah, absolutely and you know i think it's uh, i have well, another cricketing metaphor Mm-hmm. is that uh, you know if you have to make a century right in a 50 over game or a 150 or fuck that but like if you have to hit a 100 what you can do all your big hittings in the first 10 or 15 overs when the field is up and all of that and you can perhaps be stand out and everything but what really matters is what you do between 15 and 15th and the 40th over mm-hmm. is this whole thing of as ravi shastri would say milking the bowling yeah. taking single doubles i mean converting singles into doubles doubles into triples just being in the thing constantly right and that's what and obviously i'm not comparing booth pullers to great films and all of that but even recently good films also do that uh, i mean they have mm. to do that yeah. they have to do that that you know once <clears throat> once the act one is done once all the conflict and the characters and the stakes and everything have been introduced and before you jump into act 3 where in all these things start coming together and there's this strong sense of resolution and all that and many films don't even have that but okay uh, <laughs> ideally but there's this big chunk in act 2 where you know it's the there are tremendous possibilities yeah. you can have subplots you can you can uh, pair one character with the other not in uh, this very simplistic way of you know one and zero good and bad yeah. or you know but just you know how a uh, 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 a different character can play off or complement the other character in uh, <clears throat> in uh, interesting ways in which you know the uh, a character is revealed just through a simple uh, dialogue exchange in ways you would not have thought yeah. or you know, expected mm-hmm. and uh, there are different ways in which subplots come together that further open up the story you know like let's yeah. say the whole involvement of village villagers and all of that that mm. i found was really pointing <laughs> and i'm not expecting a shirmi kind of yeah here but uh, what i'm at least expecting is uh, is some understanding of uh, uh, the locals because uh, they are uh, introduced i mean first of all uh, these people have these ghostbusters have been called to elevate their concern uh, primarily which will help Uh, say the tea estate hmm. but then these people are, are just gone suddenly and and it's this one thing that i wrote but then i deleted because i wasn't sure perhaps i shouldn't be talking about this but i because i thought i i i may end up sounding like classic or whatever see the fact that you know there are multiple times villagers say mummy hmm. the shin mummy you know yeah. no i am not sure whether villagers there are certain kind of yeah. villagers uh, that, that hmm. could use terms like that or they were at least uh, they were just I mean, you know, it just very it it, uh, it was very capering to me, and and that sat well with the whole Playboy and yeah, the, yeah. these uh, bizarre. I mean, yeah. uh, a, a a daughter of a tea estate who's wanting to go to London mm. is on the same level of cultural context and the same level of verbal felicity as this Ghostbuster uh, Vibhuti from Rajasthan, yeah. who's really strict. in you know hmm. uh, uh day after day uh, struggling day after day to string together some sort of an income yeah. it everybody patterned out the villagers are also like i half expected to talk uh, 
to to uh, to start talking about retweets or you know whatever yeah, you yeah. just get the these bunch of city slickers are imposing their mm. vision on 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 such a film all, all those things were there at the back of my mind when i thought like whatever so you know you you see these and they're really basic things mm. and my problem and frustration with a lot of inputs is that they uh, fall or they falter at a very basic level it's what i call first draft filmmaking right it's mm-hmm. it's not uh, i mean if five decent people would have gotten into a room after reading a portion of the script they would have been like boss just write these off like you know when yeah. you are writing a piece and when you just want to take a quick look and some sentences emerge and you are like okay these these just don't work for various reasons and this is really obvious so they need to go i mean that sort of shit can't be there in a final product yeah. something that something that appeared on a cursory glance that it does not warrant a presence that's that's the that's mm. not the kind of filmmaking that you know that we should be watching or or whatever in 2021 i mean sure it's it, 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 it's not <coughs> annoying one can argue but uh, it is it is just a uh, very emblematic of the dominant standards that we have had for i mean years if not decades yeah. i mean obviously some things have improved and all of that mm. but this first draftness of being it really has not and yeah. and that is a problem yeah you you're totally right i just also remembered the second point now that you talked about it it just came to me because uh, you're absolutely right about the way the jokes and the comedy the kind of comedy that is has a certain kind of dissonance to the environment it's set in because you sense that the filmmakers are trying to be meta what i call coffee with karan humor basically you know they just trying to be uh, very meta because you know trying to slip in a few urban sort of uh, uh, quirks into what is essentially a rural setting and they think okay we are winking at the viewer and most of them will probably get it get the funniness of villagers talking Uh, like city people and city people talking like villagers or something like that and they think it's funny most of the time that's the problem like i i find like the humor in horror comedies then the humor itself needs to be incidental to the horror you know there is a primary genre and there is a secondary genre both according to me both cannot obviously be as strong as each other the whole point of a horror comedy needs to be that uh, it needs to be that the everyone has a reaction to scary situations in life to particular uh, horrific sort of scenes in life and those reactions if you look at it you know from an outside sort of perspective uh, as a third person they tend to be humorous most of the time within the culture within the behavioral patterns within within the little prejudices and biases that is what a horror comedy needs to thrive on where the comedy is actually incidental it is not slapstick it is not forced upon the viewer it is not like how's the juice you know which is a running joke in this film it need not it should not be forced into the narrative it is inherently a part of the narrative because most of us react to you know uh, to to sort of scary situations especially where uh, when it comes to supernatural sort of things with more, with not a lot of us believe in we react to it in sort of humorous ways and the way villagers react to it city people will find funny with the way city people react to it like with cynicism as as displayed in this film uh, you know villagers will find ridiculous so the thing is it's all reactionary and and the uh, a lot of the humor in these films is uh, they they don't seem a lot of the writers don't seem to trust that a uh, particular uh, template in a horror comedy and that's again uh, i think you know what three did uh, with a certain degree of success you know a lot of its humor a lot of its and even the good horror comedies over the years if if we watched enough even in the west and all that, that's what they do you know the 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 humor is not forced in it is an extension of uh, a human being's reaction to a particular situation yeah absolutely and it's 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 this sense of uh, uh uh being so decoupled from your environment and the people in it uh is 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 something that's really jarring and it's it, it's something that you know i won't even give uh, uh, as much credit as you give uh, to them by calling it meta and all of that mm. i i think it's just lack of yeah. thinking and plan because i really did not get that sense of mm. you know i mean and 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 that's the other thing that uh, that i perhaps have been on a parting note i want to say is that you know if you're making something silly if you want to do these kinds of things and all of that <coughs> just take that extra step 
to go the whole hog. Yeah. I mean, if you have to, I mean, if you're reveling in absurdity, then really revel in absurdity. Mm. Now, that's also not a thing people to do, as much as people would like to think. I mean, I mean, I challenge people to think something like, say, Big Lebowski level, whatever. I mean, obviously a classic, but I hope you got my point, right? Ki, matlab, it's not yeah. uh, that, all right, that if uh, uh, the, we have to show that things are unhinged and whatever, uh, it's not easy to pull off. Uh, so that's the thing, right? Yeah. It's this lack of commitment. It's this lack of application and this, this lack of, you know, uh, doggedness uh, towards your own story and towards uh, their audiences as well. Wherein they are so okay to occupy a no man's land, uh, which also turns out uh, to be these sort of films' uh, ultimate uh, sort of appraisal. Mm. Uh, it's something that's disappointing because they add Mukulis is not even uh, yeah. one of the bad ones, you know. Yeah. But it just goes to show that uh, there are so many obviously sloppy things that are now. Just are given. I mean, they were given for a really, really long time, but it's uh, it's of course our our, our fatigue uh, that's uh, that's speaking more than uh, more than the usual because yeah, we're yeah close to a ticket with this, and you don't want to be talking about the same thing in 2035, yeah. even if those things are happening. They yeah. could really well be happening, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's the sad part. I, yeah, I guess that's a, that's a decent sort of note to wrap up uh, police on. I, I actually am quite surprised that we did manage to hit the hour mark with the podcast because, uh, of course, Booth Police itself was, you know, sort of not as deep enough to discuss, neither hatred nor love for the film. So it's always sticky with these discussions, but it was fun because we obviously uh, uh, had a lot more to discuss, especially about our reactions and our film critics and uh, and whatnot, and we hope to discuss that further in further podcasts, depending on how the rest of the year goes. I don't have great expectations from, but we will, of course, be back with maybe belated discussions about Thailavi and other films. Um, so, yeah, so thank you for listening, everyone. You can obviously write to us at our individual email addresses, rahulnoles at gmail.com and thakurtanul at gmail.com, and uh, uh, you can read our reviews on Film Companion and The Wire, respectively. And uh, uh, we will be back soon. Hopefully not after such a long break. Again, again depends on how Tanul Harris is in between about missing me. And uh, um, yeah, see you soon. And uh, uh, thanks for listening.